0: Okay Okay, so uh, we're officially recording. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode where we have Ushanti also known as Usha Sushkandaraja. Um, She is a close friend of mine that I've known for a very long time and I'm very excited to have her on the podcast. She has tons of um, experiences with work and just I think she'd be a great person that can provide um, a lot of advice for anyone that's in this whole career searching world. Um, Even though she doesn't think that she can provide a lot of value, I'm super excited Mm -hmm. (laughs) for this conversation. So welcome Usha.
1: Thank you. Um, (laughs) Hello, everyone. I hope you find something to take away from this conversation. Uh, But I'm excited to be here
0: as well. It's my first podcast. Yeah. And this is our, this is for like our official, Usha's our first guest too. So this is super exciting for multiple reasons. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) thank you, Usha, for, you know, taking that jump with me. (laughs) For sure. Um, (laughs) But so getting like right into it, I think um, what I was really excited to kind of hear about. You and really was you know your career journey because I remember back in university at UTSC you had started with the bank um, and then I don't know your previous work experience with that because I know you were working for a bit before too so you can touch on that if you like but I'd really would love to know just a little quick I guess summary about what your overall career journey has been from the beginning to kind of where you are now, and um, if you don't mind sharing that with the audience.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I, <laughs> I started uh, working when I was 16 years old. Um, the typical customer service uh, jobs that um, like, started off at an electronic store and then a grocery store. Um, And then that gave me a lot of customer service experience Um, and I've always wanted to work for a bank and I know a lot of people say that, (laughs) that they wanted to work for a bank, Uh, but I'm truthfully saying that I've always wanted to work for a bank. My high school was across uh, a bank and I would always walk by and everyone just looked so nice dressed up and uh, looked like they had a lot of fun it it just seemed like a really nice environment to work in. and then. My parents, um, the typical should become a doctor, accountant, or an engineer um, is how I grew up. And um, I thought, you know, this is different. This is not something that's always talked about, but I know like working at a bank is also considered like a really good job. It's like working for the government, you know, you hear people talk about really great jobs and it's one of the things that are mentioned. So I always wondered, like, how come my parents don't talk about working at the bank, you know? Um, but yeah, that's just, that was the initial interest and then when I was in university I applied to to the bank to be a customer service associate um, and I got and I got a job um, and from there I I really liked the environment and um like six months I would say into the role I'm like I I really want to become a branch manager like I want to run this place you know it's it's like a small business I, I really want to do this and well wow, um, six I, months I was, into
0: the role yeah uh, <laughs>
1: I'm grateful though not everyone has the same experience. I think it's just the like the branches. I was one of those associates where you got to go to different different branches. Okay. I think that was part of the part of the reason because I got to see how each of the different branches operated and I'm like, you know what? Like this is really great and this person's doing such a terrible job. I could do better, right? <laughs> or like you should do what they're doing and I'm like, oh, like you actually can control like
0: the culture and um and but just how people
1: feel at work, right? Um, like you
0: got to see, because you got to see like how different people ran things. So it gave you like an insight into what was working well <laughs> and what wasn't yeah. working so well, right? Yeah, exactly. I may
1: have not, maybe it, took, it would have taken me a longer time to realize that that's what I wanted to do. If I just worked at one place, because then that, that's all I would have seen, right? If mm-hmm. that. So I think that, that in itself was really helpful. Um, and so... I, so I started in branch banking, and it's a very lot. Uh, uh, it's a very vertical line when you think career in branch banking. If you like branch banking, so it's it's similar to retail, right? Or it's it's a it's it's. I don't know if any of you watch superstore You uh-huh. <laughs> don't want to compare the superstore, but it's like that on steroids it's it's I really like the environment um, you feel like you're part of a family you're working towards a common goal it's so much more easier to establish that uh, working in a tight-knit um, team in branch banking as opposed to uh, like a contact center as an example um, so yeah I started so like I knew exactly what I had to do to get to like branch manager since Mm -hmm. I started. And so because that was the goal, I I almost didn't really look at any other roles. I knew I had to do like the advisor role, managing the advisors and then do do the branch manager role. Um, So that's kind of exactly what I did. So I I did the customer associate role and then I did the uh, financial services representative, financial advisor and the manager of financial services and then branch manager. So I took the linear path. I never really looked outside of that um, because that was kind of my goal. Like I wanted to be a branch Thank manager.
0: You. Okay, cool. Um, so, so question, I obviously there's, there's more, I know you're going to get to, to, to more of it, but I wanted to kind of just pick your brain before we continue about just your decisions and how you kind of like, know made that made those steps because i know you're generally very like social person you get along with um people very well and you're very people oriented so do you think um like how do you think that how did you think that part of your personality helped play a role in any of your like you said that you were you know it's a very close-knit family so do you think like building relationships was important um, or did, how did you kind of figure out that linear path? Like, was it through that or was it, how did you? So
1: I think the relationship building definitely helped with the fact that I was a little bit more of an extrovert, um, not even an extrovert, just, I, I just like talking to people a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely helped even with clients, right? Cause a lot of it, a lot of the roles in branch or majority of the roles in branch banking is client facing and so having those relationships with my clients helped me become successful advisor and then having the relationships with my managers and colleagues definitely helped because in a branch um, you can kind of see so as a customer service associate I can see what it would like to be an advisor like i didn't have to make connections outside of my branch to see that i did at networking events but i didn't have to mm-hmm. like i can see what that role what that day in the life of would be like because you like see right all the in roles, front of you. exactly which makes it so much more easier because it's almost like um you're exploring every day because mm-hmm. you know exactly what they go through right and their interactions and so it really ha- helped to also have like mentors in the branch um, whenever they had free time, they would would sit me down and go through um, go through like what they were working on. So it was it made it a lot easier that I was in a branch for sure mm-hmm. because I had an opportunity to kind of see all the rules that I wanted to do in action. Mm-hmm. And then as for um, like actually making the move, I had really great leaders. Um, I was also clear with what I wanted to do that that does help. Uh, but you don't always have to know what you want to do. Um, but it does, it does help when you do. And so uh, they would set clear expectations on what I needed to do. And times when I didn't have clear expectations, I would be proactive in asking, you know, what do I, like, this is where I want to get to in X number of months. Like, what do I need to do for it to be true? Um, Those conversations really help. Mm -hmm. But for sure, like uh, seeing the role in person helps too, right? Because you know exactly what you need, need to do to get there.
0: Mm -hmm. So tell me about like what, what it was, what did it feel like? Cause, cause you said you knew as soon as you mentioned, like you wanted to be, once you started working there, you kind of knew that the branch manager role was like something kind of something clicked in you or like you saw it and you, you kind of knew it. And like, tell me about like, cause sometimes there, you know, it's not as obvious what the next You know, or not even maybe the next step, or even the next five or ten years. Like it's not always clear what what that looks like for everybody. But so I'm curious, like, how did you know that? Like, what about that job was like I draw like drew you to it? You're like, I want to do this. Like, what was what was like so magnetizing about it that you're like, that's your goal and that's where you want to go.
1: So um the part the first part you said about not knowing or not being unsure what to do next that I can definitely relate to that as well and I can speak to that later like after branch manager I didn't know what I wanted to do and so yeah. I have gone through that phase as well and um I can speak to that a bit later to answer your question about like why I wanted to do that it's um like owning a small business has been something that I was always passionate about I'd say not that i actually want to own a business but it's just something that I've always um it's like an it's it's an it's an idealistic view of myself like the this would be really I don't know if I'm using the right really word cool. but
0: this would be really nice is that but something like you had as a younger saw somewhere yeah, my as dad
1: a... was like very entrepreneurial I would say like he owned some small businesses here and there okay uh it was that and when I was a little kid like eight or nine years old um I had like a family friend who owned a grocery store so I would always go sit there and play teller yeah um Uh, and so like I yeah I always (laughs) kind of wanted to own a grocery store actually like
0: that's something that
1: was of interest to me (laughs) but then I'm like okay like uh it's not it's not that I didn't have the commitment for it but I want to feel like I owned a business Mm -hmm. but not have to do like apply for a franchise or anything like that in the branch banking, like being a branch manager, they gave me that feeling because you do really, it is like you own your business. Right. Um, right. you own the results for that branch. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, how well you do depends on how you lead, right? And there's other factors,
0: but but there's um, a lot of responsibility put on it, put on that role where you can feel like it's almost like you're it's your own store, you're man- basically managing your own place kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, it,
0: it gave me that sense of satisfaction. Like,
1: I guess I realized through also, like, working at the part about owning a business wasn't, the part that appealed to me wasn't, like, saying that I own this, like, um, to say, like, I started this business and look at where it is, that's not what really mm-hmm. um, appealed to me, it was more so... Like owning the results and to say I went from point A to point C, right? It doesn't have to be far, but to say that this is how much progress we made, mm. and that I completely am responsible, whether it's losses or wins, and that along with my team, and that feeling I got from, I got, I felt that I got that from that role. So,
0: oh. wow, that's so like it's so nice to hear. You say that kind of like makes my heart melt almost, cause like <laughs> I could, I could hear like just how much, like your voice just sounds so into it, you know, like you're, like, you've always like you've always, I, for anybody like <laughs> that kind of have, at at one point I think like you're you've always been very passionate about about your work, but. I guess I've never heard this side about the specific role you speaking about it. And it's nice to hear, yeah. like, I, I mean, it makes sense because you definitely like there's, I think naturally there's a lot of leadership skills and like you're, you have that within you um, where like, you just, there's those natural, natural abilities that like, you're like withdrawing people and like leading people and things like that. Um, so it's cool to like hear that, you speaking about this role in a way where like you got to like kind of you know one accomplish accomplish what you kind of wanted to do which was really which is really cool because not everybody gets you know does that um but also just like it was it's a dream kind of like from childhood and like you followed through and like you're I don't know I can just tell in your voice that it just yeah. makes you very it sounds like you're very happy about about that I don't know if
1: that's not true sure or not. about that role for sure I was telling someone like one of my colleagues I think was earlier last week that I would totally do that job in retirement like oh, I love wow. that job so much I would totally do it um instead of <laughs> retiring um, oh. so yeah for sure yeah oh
0: man that's so cool yeah I know like it's cool that you knew you like you knew what you wanted and you and you you went for it because so I wanted to talk about that a bit more because I I think you know it's easy to say this is my goal and like I want to do it but there's obviously like work and you know a lot of hard work behind that to get to your goals so what would you say is like um some of the challenges or like struggles that you would have you may have uh come across not just and it doesn't have to be specifically like we're talking um, not like it can be just overall any of your work experiences or life experiences but like some of the struggles you kind of had to like you feel like you had to overcome in order to get to that place that you wanted to get to
1: yeah like one specific situation comes to mind and it's so basically like When you're an advisor, you typically go into a role where you manage uh, customer service associates. That's kind of like the next step before you go into managing advisors, which is the assistant branch manager role or manager of financial services. They're they're, they're equivalent now, uh, which then leads into branch manager. And I didn't want to do the manager of customer experience role, which is managing the customer experience associates. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, of course, my competition to get to the role we really wanted was managing advisors, was people who also did the role, which was managing customer experience associates, right? And so that was like, it was obvious like that was, that was the pool of candidates that they were at a point choosing from, but I didn't see value in doing that role. It is like, there's no, it's like a really good role. I would highly recommend people do it. I just didn't see the value in it because I felt that I had already learned what is there to learn from that role, just because of having to, just with some branch changes, I've had to take an acting role or, cover for some others. Right. And so I, I felt like I had the experience from that role that I didn't want to spend another two years to get some experience that I felt I already had. But the challenging part was when people do do the hiring, they look at, you know, typically like how typically they maybe I' most spend five minutes looking at your resume. Right. And so I didn't have like the title there, obviously, because I didn't do the role. And so it was really, um, important for me to one um articulate my resume as well as in interviews that how did how is the, is the gap bridged right because obviously they they see a gap mm-hmm. um and so that was like something that I after applying to like three or four jobs I had to realize like this is probably where I'm lacking right mm-hmm. um and so that was a challenge that I had to overcome and it's also um what like really thought, I think that was the first time where I felt like I really had to network um to because you know I can articulate this stuff in an interview and maybe an interview package but in order to get an interview people need to know what I'm doing in a branch and that's kind of where working in a branch if you don't network then your skills aren't really known
0: mm-hmm.
1: right like to someone outside of the branch unless you connected with other branch managers or other advisors or other people at a networking event there's really no way for them to know your leadership skills they can tell how you're performing as an advisor from like a scorecard as an example but they won't really know what you do in a branch day to day and so <clears throat> that's why I really felt the need to network and get to know people and and that stuff so I did do that um, and then what I also found helpful so that Plus like my manager reaching out uh, to let them know the things that I have been doing in branch helped for me to get an interview. But the first interview that I did have, I didn't get the job. And, and so I realized that I did a poor job articulating what it, why is it that I could skip that role, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went back to drawing board and to this day, I still use it. <laughs> a venn diagram so
0: i <laughs> oh my gosh do you yeah. actually draw a venn
1: diagram yeah like i put it in my interview and it oh, helps wow. articulate yeah the so the left side i used to say this is my accountabilities in this job so let's call it a and then this is my accountabilities and C where i'm trying to get to and like the middle part that crosses you know the two circles in the middle
0: mm-hmm.
1: is kind of the shared between right. the two the overlap right yeah yeah exactly and so that's how it was easy for me because it kind of takes away the titles and just talks about skills and it was easier for me for some reason to point to that and say these are the accountabilities of this job and these are the accountabilities of this this is the overlap and whatever isn't an overlap so whatever is in the far right this is how I'm planning on overcoming
0: that right and okay. so wow yeah it really helped um that's so to interesting. articulate that, yeah did you come up with that yourself? Like one day? Yes, like have, I did. Yeah. Wow, that's so I'm cool. like, it's because I was sitting there. I'm like, why? What did I do wrong in this
1: interview? Why <laughs> didn't I get this job? Because I was dying to get this interview. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay, this is what I need to be able to speak to. So, oh my gosh, I had to picture it myself. I'm a visual person.
0: So yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And I think like, like I know you've, you're like you 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 tend to put like I've seen you put like pen to paper and like have written down like okay if we want to get here in five years what do we need to do now to take those steps to get there so like (laughs) it's so it's so funny but like on in a in such a like cool and creative way that you came up with that idea because it makes so much sense it's like I guess you know you know like what you said I really liked what you said about the job titles like sometimes um it is so easy to focus on on the titles versus like someone's title somewhere can have like you can have two of the same titles and like two even two completely different organizations and the things that you one person would have done at one company might could be so different yeah at another company even if if the title is the same so like it's it's a very actually like clever way to to point that out to someone so did you find that that was effective like once you started doing that
1: Yeah, for sure. I did get the next job, interview at the job, and I did show my Venn diagram. It was for sure helpful, and it did help me with my other jobs as well. And it it also, it's not just about, like, articulating in an interview, but it also helps me think about it as well. Like, when I'm applying to something, Mm -hmm. though it's hard, right? Like, if you don't, like, which is the part... That I'm in now, which I'm not sure what I want to do next. It's hard when you look at a job description and to really know what is that job about, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not very obvious unless you connect and really talk to the person who's currently doing the job. Um, And so now, like now, I'm starting to think about it again. But right before the job that I'm in now, when I wanted to get that and that, when I started thinking about it, I'm like, what, like these are the types of questions I need to ask the person I'm meeting with to understand their role, to really understand what overlap is there, right? And to understand what am I gonna get out of this role too? Because there are specific things that I wanna develop, right, as, a, as, a, as an individual as well. So um, it helps me think in those ways as well. Not that if the diagram wasn't there, I wouldn't think about it, but it helps me because I'm like, okay, this is what I'm gonna position to my prospective hiring manager. And so I need to I need to know th- this information
0: yeah and i think it's also like a really um as much as it's helpful for you i'm sure it's also just really impressive to the person that's like interviewing you like this girl liter- literally sat down with somebody that she- and she knows it's it kind of shows like reinforces the fact that you're you like dead set on getting this role and you've done your research to the point that you literally have a Venn diagram <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you did your research and you have the Venn diagram to prove it which is like I think if I were the hiring manager on that side on the, like the person interviewing you and I saw somebody like with that type of determination, like, like probably after I saw that Venn diagram, I'd just be like, okay, this girl, this girl's hired. <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just, I think it's as important as it probably was um, like you we were saying, like it was for you. Like when you don't, I, as like, I know for me, when I, was trying to find candidates and stuff to fill empty roles or to fill roles, uh, on my team. Um, like very, I came across very few people that actually was in, came into the room where they're like, so determined and so passionate. Like, I feel like that's few, far and few between, like most people are kind of applying just for the sake of applying. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's definitely like I totally relate to the hire, especially in this environment now. It's definitely hard to find um, individuals who are super passionate, or maybe they are, and it just doesn't come across in an interview, right? And so I um, can totally relate to that.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Like sometimes it's it's not the easiest, like interview in, in interviewing in general is such a nerve-wracking process, so it's sometimes hard to like really um if you're nervous and stuff it's hard to really get that across to the other person but I really love that example that you shared um I thought that was amazing um so tell me about I know we kind of stopped um I kind of cut you off with your career path so um tell me more about like you said you're kind of thinking or I know you took some other roles and as well as where you are now yeah. So
1: um, I had a really good leader when I was a branch manager. And so I was thinking about what to do next and naturally people go into, I shouldn't say naturally, like the next linear step would have been to take on a bigger branch mm-hmm. and it would have been, you know, next, like a uh, quote unquote, next level, I guess in the organization and um, you'd make more money um, and you would lead like a bigger branch. And so That would have been the next linear step when we're talking, you know, going linear Mm -hmm. in in one, I guess, in one space. Um, And so when I was having a conversation with my manager, he said, you know, like what, like what is that going to do for you, right? Like, as in, like, are you looking to accomplish? Like, you're 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 already leading a branch. What would leading a bigger branch, like more more, I guess, more goals and being able to achieve a larger larger uh K, like larger number like amount of KPIs or whatever but mm-hmm. like what are you actually trying to get out of it and that really got me thinking and like not, like I really need to think about my career outside of branch banking and that's kind of where I got stuck because I didn't know what I wanted to do next I knew I wanted I liked people leadership and I I knew I wanted to do that and uh be an executive one day right is something I think about so then I'm So when I started thinking, like the largest branch, maybe 30, 40 individuals, um, but in a contact center uh, role, you could lead as, through your directs, directs, you could lead as like large of a team as 120, 130, right? And so Mm -hmm. big people leadership is something I don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's kind of where, how I ended up in that role. Mm -hmm. But even now, the path is not linear anymore. (laughs) And I have to focus on one role at a time now, or that's how I feel to get to like an executive role. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's where I'm stuck, quote unquote stuck, I guess, or an exploratory phase where I'm really looking at what role makes the most sense. Like with the help of obviously my previous leader, I was able to determine like what i wanted to do after branch banking which is now i'm a group manager in a contact center <clears throat> what i do after this i'm I'm really not sure i'm just exploring all the different areas in the bank mm-hmm. um, and i'm thinking i want to do an individual contributor role next just because i've done people leadership um and maybe what i need to focus on is some strategy and you know, or um uh, like project experience, but I'm not sure yet. I'm so exploring. People tell me yeah. there isn't one good path to get there. It, it, whatever you do, as long as you're adding more skills to your belt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's fine. Um, but I feel like it's something I have to think a little bit more about before I make the next move.
0: It's interesting because it's like I guess because before you were you you know how we talked about like the path was so clear because it was like a small small knit type of environment where like you knew you knew all the roles in that environment and now you're kind of in a space where it's like it's not it's like it's so open where it's like you can literally take so many different paths and to wherever the and you don't know where that next thing could potentially lead other than you know you having a idea of like what type of skills you might want to work on and um strengthen or like new skills you want to try out or interest yeah um so like I'm sure that's such a such a big shift and and sometimes I feel like that's that in itself can be a little bit like overwhelming and daunting because like right like it's like that I find myself in that all the time (laughs) (laughs) literally like since I know I know you like obviously you you would have known like I've been in this space about like I don't know what the next step is going to be I have no idea and so like yeah now now it for me I think I've tried to focus on um looking at what I've done so far and what I've current and like in my past roles my current roles and like what did I like what did I dislike and I I know people say that like okay I just look at that and then it makes it sound like it's easier but still like yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. as much as like that's such an obvious thing to do but actually doing that self-reflection and looking like being able to really understand what it is you enjoy and then that translate into role I feel like that part yes it's a bit bit challenging but um how do you plan on I guess navigating that now yeah
1: I when you said overwhelmed, I completely agree with that about feeling overwhelmed. I've, um, I'd say in the last six months, I've, you know, because I'm approaching, uh, my time commitment in this role, and I'm, and like I've literally been like I'm over, I was overwhelmed to a point where I don't want to really think about it anymore, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I I can relate to that, um, because I've never felt it before too. So I I was I was confused on how to navigate that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what you said about writing down what you liked in a role, what you didn't, that's actually a really great idea. Um, And it is hard. Um, I just really thought about what I didn't like, but I didn't really think about what I liked. And that's something I'm going to have to think about. Mm -hmm. And you're right, right? When you look at a job description, it's really hard to say this is what I like, but do I actually see that in the description? Like, yeah. it's so generic. Exactly. And so I can relate to that as well. Um, in terms of what I w- want to do next, I've, I'm going back to the networking. And of course, it's harder virtual. And I'm glad we're doing more in-person things now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at what opportunities are out there and connecting with hiring managers, just to hiring managers plus who work, who are currently doing that job, just to understand the different roles better. Mm-hmm. So, um, then I can start to put more description to the job descriptions that are available.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know that, um, like, I don't like compliance as an example. So, like, I know different <laughs> areas of the bank that I don't like. Yeah. And so, it's just really matching what skill sets I'm looking to get. And is this job a fit? And am I actually interested in the department itself? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Because if I'm not, then I'm probably not gonna be um, too passionate about it. And so that's kind of like three buckets is how I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll have to see if that approach is sufficient, but I'm not in a rush. Like, I really like what I'm doing now. I'm not in a rush. And so um, like maybe in six months, I have some time to think about like what it is that I wanna do.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good great approach to uh, and um, I think like that's kind of the it's a good it's like a it's like a I guess double-edged sword where it's like you have so many choices where (laughs) to the point where it's like too many choices (laughs) you know like sometimes it's like it's nice for somebody just gives you a plan and like okay go do it and it's um, of course, it has to align with your interests and everything. But sometimes I feel that way. I'm like, just somebody just tell me what to do and make my life easy. <laughs> it's like a magic one that said,
1: if you do this, you do this,
0: and then you do this, and then you can get here. That would be really nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Having a clear clear plan. But, but I think that's why it's so important, um, like what you said about the, you know, sitting down with people and talking. Um, and I think it's part of why I wanted to kind of, sit down and have this conversation with you because I think there's just like there's so many jobs out there that we like a lot of us just we know only what we know so what we've been exposed to and who I guess within our networks that we might have talked to or heard about but there's obviously like there's a huge world out there and there's so many opportunities so many different job roles that like we literally have probably have like no idea about and so I think it's so important that Um, we talk more like that there's easy access to this type of um, information and just people like it's so um, nice that you're sharing like your story your path and I hope that somebody out there that you know maybe they feel like oh my gosh banking sounds so cool but um I could never become a branch manager or even a customer service associate just I don't know where to start or um I don't know what that word's like at all so um I think it's a it's really really nice that you can share your perspective and your story and uh, we definitely need like to hear um more about that so to hopefully you know bring more of that oh, resources and knowledge and we we can learn more about what's out there and hopefully make this decision process of like figuring out what it is you know we like and we don't like um through that process so thank you for you know sitting down and sharing all, all this um today i really appreciated it. I know you're still getting over your cold so um <laughs> I can't thank you enough Usha, for like for spending this time with me really appreciate it Um, so before we end off if anybody has any questions um, or they want to reach out to you because you know maybe they want some advice what would be the best contact to do to do that
1: Uh, email is good Um, I joke with my friends I'm faster with emails than I am with text for some reason. Um, Probably because I'm on my computer more than myself. Uh, But yeah, definitely email. And thank you for this opportunity, Piram. I hope uh, there was some some use and some value that uh, you all were able to take away. Um, But uh, happy to connect offline for any questions for sure.